Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0-Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 306. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Labor Day Vacay Edition. Labor Day Vacay Edition Take Two. Well, not for the Labor Day episode, but Take Two for Episode Three Hundred Six. If you were to Look. make a day to add to the third weekend day, would you make it the Friday or would you make it the Monday? I'm so glad you brought that up. I asked that very question to the in-laws and the family. Yeah, at the beach this week. That How'd very question, I said, "Would you rather have four day week? Would you rather have the Friday off or the Monday off?" Mm-hmm. And it was pretty split, pretty split. People were saying, really? "You know, love to get the weekend started early, have that Friday off, get things rolling Thursday night." But then also people were like, "You know, having that Monday off is nice because everybody hates Mondays." Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm a, I'm in the Monday camp. Yeah, that was my vote because I said, like we have said, yeah, we are countless times Fridays, on this podcast. Fridays are a waste anyway. Nobody does anything on Fridays. Your yeah. your boss your boss is already taken off on Fridays. He he or she is going golfing yeah. or going to got the that private or, jet. Got the private jet gassed up. Yeah, it's. It's just reality. But all that to say, as I mentioned, take two on episode 306. Folks, just want to apologize. Yeah. Last week was rough. Last week was we, rough. I mean, we we did what we were supposed to do. We did what we set out to do. We were who they thought they were. No, mm-hmm. we, we, we set up to record while I was at the beach on Monday and Thursday, our usual recording days. Monday, we get 45 minutes into this thing. Episode 306. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the internet cuts out and it wouldn't come back. And I said, rather than try to piecemeal this thing together, because I know it's going to happen again. And I know it's going to happen later in the week when we try to record 307. Let's just can it. So episode 306, take in one. In reality, you had way too many plans to veg out on the beach. And no, you're like, dude, you know, I, 
No, I. The Chasers. I'm a, won't I'm a miss dedicated me host. I'm a dedicated <laughs> host. I I made plans. I even I ran over to the parents' house to get the the mic. The you the did mic have the OG mic, me. yeah. So, like, I did what I had to do, but the internet was just not working. And so he said, you know what, let's just can it. We'll link back up with him on on, on Sunday slash Monday. And yeah. so here we are. Here we are. By the way, I promised an update on the, the putt-putt situation. I didn't win. And part of me believes, and a number of people that were tapped into the situation, who followed me on Instagram and were... Uh, Staying up to date with with my with my story. The updates. shares, they, the, the the story they, shares back and forth got out of they, hand for, for a minute. <laughs> that that was that was just a little little thing with the sister in law. It was just a little <laughs> little game we were playing. But uh, many were of the belief that uh, it was because I didn't propose a wager, mm. and you know that's just a tough situation to be in. Like I can't just insert myself to the conversation. Like, hey, I know we just I been mean, doing this for the fun for the last few years. Yeah. We can't be out here just going for exhibition matches, you know? I can't do that. I think... For what it's worth, I finished five back from from the leader. So... That's a beating. Who won? Making progress. Dude, five strokes in putt-putt is a a hole, is one bad hole. Did you go into the drink a little bit? Did you you go off one of the bridges and into the the little river? Didn't didn't go off course once. Did you choke on any of the the gimme putts? There was no, not really. The well, a couple I actually, yeah, a lot. Uh, <laughs> one of the holes. It's a story one of, of the all holes. <laughs> one of the holes was one of those ones where it's like straight up a hill. So it's like yeah. you've got the you've got the 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 tee box, if you will. And sure. then you've got just a, a a big hill, and then it plateaus at the top, and you got to hit it just hard enough to where it gets up the hill and stays. Mm. But if you mm. hit it too soft, back down the hill. If you hit it too mm-hmm. hard, bounces off the back wood railing and comes mm-hmm. back down the hill. And I swear to you, it took me. I think it actually. I I got to max number of strokes on that hole. That's I don't tough. remember. I think it was like six. And that's tough. I, so that's that's what that's what you had to pick it up. Over. For what it's worth, which you already know this, but some of the some of the people may not know this, fulfilled my dream of of a hole in one on on eighteen. I don't know if that's ever happened before, and it was on a eighteen specifically or just in general. No, I've dude, I've gotten a hole in one in putt putt before. I'm not an amateur. Well, you know, I don't know. Eighteen they, is the big one though, because they like they on... take your ball, <laughs> can't get the ball back. So, oh yeah, was, true. That was, that was a big deal for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. What color ball and club were we using? Uh, so he gave me the he the guy when we got in there, the guy like sized us all up one by one. He's like, All right, you're you're getting a medium, you're getting a large. I think the large is like a green. And he looked at me and one of Meredith's brothers and like he's like, You guys are definitely greens. And I'm like, Is it just because okay. I'm I'm an average <laughs> six foot guy? Like, sure, I'll take this. Yeah. Go ahead and give it to me. And then I went with the black ball, so well, I'm proud of it you. It is what it is. It is what it is. Who who got the dub? Who got the what? Did, what did they receive? 
Did they get a free um, milkshake out of this? I can't say can't say they did. Uh, but it was Meredith's brother. He, uh, I think he shot a fifty-three. Shot a just 58. dialed in, locked dialed in from, in from the start. So breaking records. Huh. Speaking of being dialed in, want to congratulate you officially on uh, your fantasy baseball playoff win. For those who don't um, know, Nate and I were yeah. were. Paired up for the first round of our fantasy, our three O take fantasy league, uh, first round of the playoffs, and Nate just freaking took me out back to the shed and just, <laughs> like, it wasn't even close, dude. I deleted the app halfway through last week because I'm like, why even waste my time? Yeah. So, um, Look, I don't even know what to say. This is the first this is the first day that you won one of the days. That's not true. I, I was looking at it. No, it's not true. I was looking at it it's earlier not? today. No. There was like a uh, couple of I thought you deleted it. You re-downloaded it, didn't uh, you? Uh no, I checked the web version of ESPN <laughs> because it was accessible. <laughs> the app is still deleted. I have not oh, I have not couldn't let it yet. die, could you? No. Um as of right now, with games finishing up today, Sunday evening, 810 points to 677 on that two-week matchup. If you're I mean, a fantasy, if you're an ESPN fantasy user, which I know points vary by league, but <clears throat> I think all things considered, typically roughly the same amount of points for the most part. Yeah, so if you're an ESPN we're, we're user, we're middle me- of the road. Yeah, we're, we're, like we, don't, we don't have anything we don't weird venture. going on. No. Yeah, we don't venture There's no bonuses. Too far off There's nothing. Yeah. yeah, to put things into context for you, Nate Reyes is averaging about 58, a little more than 58 points a day. Averaging 58 points a day. So I like I, it. I really didn't stand it, stand a chance from the from the jump. So here we are. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this performance. You know I got robbed of a first round buy. You knew that. You knew that was ridiculous. I lost last the last week of the season to fall to second place in the in the division. Sounds like somebody can close the deal. Your boy is just outdoing everybody on on the points scored. So I just got to keep it rolling. Just got to keep going. Keep my head on straight. And uh, I think Cole is next. Cole's gonna get. Uh, Cole's going to get embarrassed, I think. That's what I'm going for. I'm going for, for embarrassment the- on all levels. Every <laughs> round. For those yeah. interested in joining our fantasy league next year, you should be you should be pulling for Nate because if Nate wins, then that means there are no automatic invites that's for true. anybody outside one of Nate. extra Nate spot. I- yeah, that's one extra spot, so you should be pulling for Nate. So maybe maybe Hit him up in the DMs. Give him some some words of encouragement. Let give him some give him some uh, some heads up notice on some guys who are heating up that maybe he's he's missing the boat on. Let's let's get this guy let's get this guy a, a title, shall we? It's a well oiled machine at the moment. I um I can't I can't think about it too much. I gotta I gotta stay focused. I can't start thinking about my prizes too much. Yeah. I haven't even thought about what type of jersey I would want. I didn't even okay. thought about well, it. Well, the last thing I'll say about it, and then we'll move on. At honestly, today 
of the two-week scoring period that we had for this mm-hmm. first round of the playoffs, this mm-hmm. was the first day that I was not legitimately just pissed off. Where I was like, mm. you know what? Th- this has been a waste. This whole year has been a waste of my time. Today, yeah. you know, I was in a good headspace. Just got back from the from a week at the beach. It was great. I was feeling right. good. I sure. I I had cleared my mind of fantasy. Sure. And then Nate has the audacity to text me this afternoon saying, <laughs> "Dude, I really want to get to 800 points." <laughs> and I'm looking or I'm I'm literally looking around the room going <laughs> what was the reasoning for that? Well, that was uncalled for. It was at 780 something at the at the time and I was like, "I need that. 800 is a nice round solid two week performance. And overall, I think I would have pretty much doubled anyone else's score. And then he has the audacity to follow up and says, what's rough for you is you would have beaten anyone else. It's like, I know this, I know this, but that is true. You would have beat any other matchup. You just, you ran into a buzzsaw, my friend. You ran into just, just absolute man of steel fantasy abilities over here. I'm going to come back strong, better and stronger than ever next year. So just prepare yourself. Whatever helps you sleep at night, sir. I'm going to spend the entire off season researching, pulling data, running comps. (laughs) Whatever helps you, pal. Spoken like a guy who feels like he's already won the whole thing. Shame. I'm gonna I'm gonna motor through some people For over these next okay. two rounds. All right. Well, I'll be I'll be looking forward to that update when the time comes. Nate, let's yep. talk about some baseball. All right. It always makes me wonder how many people we lose when they're like, we're we're over a dozen minutes into this thing, and we've talked about fantasy baseball and putt putt. Mm-hmm. 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 The important so, things in life. If you've made it this far, welcome. The important at things least, in at life. least you weren't able to hear what we were talking about before we hopped on. We were talking about, as you can see, Nate's whiteboard back there. We were talking about how much cream cheese is too much cream cheese on a bagel. And Nate is of the belief that there is no such thing as too much cream cheese on a bagel. No such thing. We're not gonna go down that rabbit hole, even though I've there yet is to discover such thing. Too much cream there, cheese on a bagel. There, There is such thing as, as too much cream cheese. But we're not going to get down that rabbit hole. Let's talk about this trumpet saga, shall we? And I, I know, know I I'm, know. I don't know if, I, uh, if I'm totally I, familiar with. I was literally to. just about to say, I know that there is a very strong likelihood that many of you listening right now have z- little to zero idea what I'm talking about right now. It's very, very under, very under the radar. Very under the radar. Yeah. What I am referring to, however, is this whole Edwin Diaz. You may may have caught wind of the name over the last last few months. So is a is it is he a polo guy? Um he, he's not playing he's not he's not Sebastian Divatella. He's not playing backup. Yeah, no, he's not he's not playing with Sebastian Divatella. Uh it's possible huh. he's like a lefty specialist. He uh, oh, he came up for okay. a cup of coffee with the Mets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's the Mets. Um, and 
he uh mm-hmm. he he has this song that he that he walks out to apparently. Interesting. Which is wild because I'm pretty sure last year from from everything I've read or from what Mets fans have told me in 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 years past he's just they been hated cheeks. they hated he's, him correct yeah they, he's been cheeks but now he's he's the savior of queens huh. um but he uh, he walks out of the song and it involves a particular musical instrument violin uh, it's actually trumpet flute oboe guitar kazoo wow um, harmonica. Now that would be a vibe. <laughs> that would be <laughs> you, so you've sweet. Lost me. You've lost me. I I'm, I could get on board with a kazoo. Uh, I don't think I could I could do a a harmonica. Just harmonica. Imagine just like playing it yourself as you're as you're walking out to the mound from the bullpen. Now you've seen so that, have you seen that video that game where they play with the harmonica? <laughs> they like put a harmonica right in front of you. Like on your mouth, and then they'll do like something painful. They'll like hit your shin with a pan. Oh yeah, I have, seen, I have yeah. seen that. Snap, snap your forearm with like a rubber band. Yeah. Next time that's, we're that's obviously what you're referring to, right? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Okay. okay. No, this whole <clears throat> this whole Edwin Diaz thing. Can we just can we talk about it on a more more serious note? Because at this point, if you haven't heard. That Edwin Diaz walks out to to trumpets. I, I, you I hate don't know baseball where you've if you haven't heard of it. Yeah, you hate baseball, and in a in a weird way, I kind of envy you if you haven't heard about it because I feel like this is the only thing I've heard about for the last how how long? When can we date this back to? When like when did this take over? What is this been? I think all it's summer? been a solid, consistent six to seven weeks consistent daily jammed down your gullet six to seven weeks and look we say all the time on this podcast market the game please yeah but there's limits to these things like there's there's reasonable human rational limits to these things like why can we know with with anything i feel like with major league baseball we can never get a a happy medium it's always like yeah hey you know can we just not have our 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 baseball games blacked out so we can watch our favorite teams uh best we can do is 17 rule changes that affect the the integrity of the game it's like no we didn't ask for that Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we just mm-hmm. want to be able to watch our baseball games. Mm-hmm. And so Major League Baseball alongside the New York Mets who are really lead who are the really the ones leading the charge on this front have just decided that nothing else matters in baseball right now. That Edwin Diaz's trumpet walkout is the only thing that matters right now. That's where we're at. Yeah, I know. And I'll be honest with you. I hate I know the song I, now. I, I hate it now. I, I despise it. I despise it. I will say, I know I just got done saying like there's limits to these things. But honestly, I think the thing that does it for me is the fact that it's the Mets. The Mets 
have this uncanny ability to take anything and just run it into the ground until it's dead. <laughs> and then they'd run it into the ground some more to make sure it's yeah. really dead. Yeah. The rat versus raccoon, Donnie barrels. It's all just run into the ground. We've talked about it time and time again. The New York Mets are the corniest team in baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they've taken something that, for all intents and purposes, is is pretty epic. Like It was cool. I, it was awesome. It was electric. Yeah. But it's the New York Mets, and to nobody's surprise, they have taken something that was electric, that was awesome. That was really bringing baseball fans together. People that even hated the Mets were like, you know, I can kind of get on board with it. This this is all right. And they have just taken it into the ground and just buried it. Yeah. So if it was anybody but the Mets, I'd probably still be cool with it. I'd be like, you know what? Let's keep it rolling. If this is, if this is the thing, like I've, I've seen clips of it. I've seen, I've seen, instances of of these young kids in the stands as it's playing out it's a night game the 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 atmosphere is just unreal these kids are like pounding their pounding their hands into their gloves they're they're just getting amped i'm like you know what this is why we do this this is why this thing should be marketed but it's the mets yeah and there's there's not much more i can say than that did you the the only thing that I'm like kinda on board with? Did you see that game? Uh, I don't remember what day. I, I don't even know what day it is now. When the Timmy Trumpets guy or Johnny Trumpets, whatever his name is, was <laughs> Johnny at Trumpets. was at yes the game Timmy Trumpets, which is a and whole other thing. But what I will say is I mean, he's clearly Australian. If you if you listen to the the uh, the interview, he's like super Australian, like thick, right? He's actually it's not Australian though, right? I don't know. He sounded Australian. Are there other people that sound Australian? There's two guys. No, hold on. There's there's two guys. Um, I don't. I don't think they're related. Not that it necessarily matters, but they basically came out like the guys that I guess produced this song came out, which we'll get into this in just a minute, but they basically came out and said, because apparently William Contreras of the Braves Mm -hmm. rival to the Mets uses it as his walkout. And then they came out and said, well, no, we, this is, this is Edwin's song. You're going to have to find another song, pal. It's like, dude, are, are we serious right now? Are we really, are we really doing this? Um, the Dutch it's so it's Dutch, the Dutch DJ duo. It's, I'm going to give this my best shot. Idir McClough. I think you nailed it. That's as best as I got. Idir McClough, one of the two members of Blaster Jacks. That's two X's. Okay. Blaster Jacks. It's Idir McClough. And then Tom Jonkind, who I believe is Timmy Trumpet. He looks like a cool guy. Did you see him? Yeah. They he look- looked pretty cool. Yeah. He's like jacked. He's like in a muscle shirt. 
I what I was gonna say is the only thing that was cool about this is that like the interview during the game he was talking about was his first baseball game, and like I think that's if there's if there's no, one positive pause. thing that came out of this, there was the fact that this guy got to go to his first baseball game and experience it because of his music being played. Other than that, I'm all out. I misspoke. Could I misspoke. be more out. Tom Jongkin is not Timmy Trumpet. Timmy Trumpet is at, collaborated with them on the song. But the Dutch duo, DJ duo, are the ones that came out and said, yeah, no, this is Edwin's song. And oh, then man. the Braves came out and decided to to troll the Mets after they got freaking... You want to talk about getting taken back out to the shed, to the Nationals, I might add. The Tough Braves... Team. Hey, gritty. Yeah, the where yeah those those right. those gnats. That's right, those gnats. Uh, the Braves decided they're going to come out and they're going to troll them on the on the big screen. Has uh, William Contreras changed his walk up song yet? Uh, I don't know. I think that's the most important question here. Now look, I like I get it if if there's some legal thing behind it to where like the producers have the rights to it. They literally are they it gets to a point where it's like, hey, you like we're not letting you use a song. It's like, okay, I don't spare me the spare me the headache. Yeah. I, I I don't need to get into that. But yeah. if they're literally just saying, Yeah, no, this is Edwin's song and there's nothing beyond that, and I'm William Contreras, I'm using it every single time. I'm sorry. Same. I've seen people Same. comment saying the the entire Braves lineup should use it as a walkout song, which I would be on board for. Because as I've said on this podcast, probably yeah. more than 100 times, I'm We're here always for the pettiness. Here, here for the pettiness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm with it. Definitely keep using it. Um, and I don't know. I mean, just, it's leaked into TikTok. I don't know if you noticed. It's leaked into TikTok. To the point where if I start to hear it, I won't watch that video now. I refuse to watch that video. It's got the reverse effect on me. And I think it's stupid. Straight up. Just being straight up at this point. I think it's stupid I wanna, now. I want to reiterate because I know there's always, it, without fail, there's people that every time we, we go off on a little rant like this, there's always people... You guys just hate everything about baseball. Like you never talk about anything positive. We do. You just choose to ignore it. But it's stuff like this where, if you're really being honest with yourself, you got it. Just look yourself in the mirror and say, "Is this really worth all of this? Like, is it worth there being hundreds of thousands of tweets about this every single day?" Whoever is listening to this episode right now. I want you to, as you're listening to this, pull up your Instagram, and I want you to scroll for 60 seconds and tell me if this doesn't pop up. Tell me if it doesn't pop up. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I kind of want to take this challenge here. You can even pull up Twitter if you want. I don't care. Instagram, Twitter, whatever you're a fan of. 60 seconds, Aaron Judge. Uh, that's fail that challenge. You want me to time it for you? 
Yeah, if you want. Let's let's All run right. this. You ready? All right. Wait, this is an ad. Uh, open it up with an ad? Come on now. Okay. Ready? All I'm right. Going. Here we go. Clock. Clock in it. Here we go. 60 what do you seconds. got? Yeah, let me know what you see. I'll do it too. Uh, scroll through this a little bit. I don't want to be don't want to give free promotion out here, but All right, we got football stuff. Seeing some Braves posts about being a game back. Golf How about that? Stuff. Golf. What are we at? Let's check the time here. 32 seconds. You better start scrolling a little bit quicker. Otherwise, I'm going to look like an idiot. Hmm. Oh. Oh, I got it. Money. Mets, how did we do? Alabama post on Oh yeah. Instagram. So there you go. What was that at? 40 seconds? Yeah. Can't even Time. go a minute. Can't even go a minute. Can't even That's go what I'm a saying. Minute. That's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous, dude. Like too much. Just chill. It's okay to like give us a little bit of something and let us still be a fan of it. For those old enough to remember, like listening to the radio, didn't I mean you got to that point, right? I always felt like I got to that point. If I started hearing a song too much on the radio, I started to dislike it. It's a normal thing. It's a normal reaction. You beat me over the head with it, and then once it loses, once it fizzles out, and it kind of goes back into like deep track status, then I'm like, you know, this is my, this is my. We're on board. Then we're on board. Yeah. Like. God's plan from Drake, that was tough. That was so brutal to listen to for like a six-month span on all social media platforms. For the record, I was like 15 seconds deep on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Braves blasted Narco at Truist Park after the Met, after showing the Mets loss. There you go. 47-87 Nationals. Yeah. Either way. Mets a game back. I am here for it. I didn't want this division to be a blowout. You know personally. what? Honestly, I I'm getting to the age now. I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna fight this stuff anymore. I'm just gonna go all in on it. If you want if you want Edwin Diaz's trumpet walkout to be the focal point of my life, let's let's do it. I'm gonna this is gonna be my alarm clock. This is what I'm gonna wake up to every day. This is what this is the only song. This is gonna be my shower playlist song. Oh boy. That often, huh? This is what I'm gonna have on Spotify on repeat throughout the Mm -hmm. workday. This is what I'm gonna play on my drive home. (laughs) It's just gonna be nonstop. I'm not gonna fight anymore. I'm, I'm not cool going to be the old man yelling at the clouds. You know what? Turn turn into the skid. The, I would make the argument there's not enough Edwin Diaz trumpet talk going on right now. Greatest get on my level. walkout song of all time. Get on my level. No, seriously. We're not talking about it enough. Because I know there's people saying, you know what? You guys just complain all the time. Look. 
Give me more. I, I'm not getting enough of it. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Try to keep up. All this this one game lead though. Yeah, this one game lead. Uh certainly certainly uh not a good sign if you're the Mets uh with Max Scherzer going down the way he did. Albeit doesn't doesn't appear as that it, as though he's gonna miss any time, but just things you hate to see. He seems uh, sure. like he seems like he's at that point where like in his career I've seen I've I feel like I've seen this the last few years where it's just like he knows when something's a little off and he's like he just doesn't even push it anymore. You know what I mean? I think he recognizes the situation. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't know. We're not gonna try try doing too much here. It's kind of small. Yeah. Cause like yeah, you're not I no mean, one's ever gonna question his toughness. Like you can't they're not gonna question Max Scherzer's dedication. No, no, but I do think the last few years it's been a little bit more of a blend, but I feel like from this point forward, it's just almost exclusively going to be, yeah, let's err on the side of caution. Yeah. What was he, 38? And, Makes sense. Yeah. But the Mets moving forward, dude, their yeah. schedule is light. Real light. Oh, yeah. We'll... uh. We'll we'll get into that. Um, some other arms we need to we need to shed some light on here. Zach Gallen. Thank you for your contributions in fantasy, sir. Uh, it wasn't enough. I know you couldn't put my entire fantasy squad on your back, but you sure you you gave it your best shot, Mister Gallen, and I applaud you for that. Zach Gallen has compiled a scoreless streak that has reached forty-one and a third innings. Hmm. After he went seven shut today, Sunday, uh, against the Brewers, the eighth longest run without a run in baseball history. He's not allowed to run in his last six starts and has had 46 strikeouts over that span. Dude has just been nails. And I think that's because he good. plays in Arizona, you're not going to hear about it. Yeah, I know. He's good. And I think that like the I think we had the conversation a couple months ago of who kind of won that trade between, you know, them and the Marlins. Was it Zach Gallon that was the winner or was Jazz the better player? I think I'm starting to lean a little bit more towards Zach Gallon at this point. I mean, I love Jazz for sure. But have we seen Jazz at any point be like anywhere in the conversation of being like the best in the league at his position for a month? Not yet. We haven't seen that from him yet. And again, no knock on Jazz. We love Jazz. No but knock. To your point, we haven't really had Jazz's name inserted to end into any eighth longest run without a without a run in baseball history type of conversation. Yeah. We just haven't. But Zach Gallon this year has just been lights out. And I don't really see why there'd be any reason as to why this wouldn't continue. I mean, he's a stud. They, their rotation is it's interesting to me. It's interesting to me. 
I I kind of feel like the Diamondbacks are starting to put some things together. If I recall, the the D-backs kind of piqued our interest a little bit earlier this year. If I'm yeah. if I'm remembering correctly, they we were like, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, we're yeah. we're never on board with the D-backs by any stretch, nor should anybody else be. Well, outside of Arizona, but yeah, I mean, there's not really any fans here, to be honest they, with you. There's more they, Dodgers fans here than anybody else. They 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 piqued our interest a little bit. There there was a flash in the pan, and for good reason. They got some they got some names out there. Some have been a little more disappointing this year than others, but you know, Varsho is definitely real. Cattell Marte is real. They locked him down for a minute. That rotation's starting to get things going. I mean, even like Mad Bum didn't even, you know, I'm saying as, as if like the season's over. He didn't really have that bad of a year. I think they're they're going to be in a good spot. I think it's just like, I don't know how you act if you're the Diamondbacks. I don't know what you do, you know, with a just powerhouse at the top of the division. And then little brother that's always willing to spend money in the Padres. It's like, are you, you're never going to be in their league with these current circumstances. So what do you do? Well, I would, I would make the argument that. I think you kind of hope for like the guardians type route, right? Like just go out there and impress people. And like, I, that, those two rotations kind of get me a little, get me a little fired up. I like it. I like what they're doing. Go back to the teal and purple, and I'm on board all the way. <laughs> well, just want to want to clear the air here before we we move on. You you did mention that you didn't feel as though the D-backs could ever be in the Dodgers or Padres league. I would propose the idea that they are in the same league. In fact, they're in the same division. Interesting. That's a good take. Always. Always looking at things from different angles, Nate. That's that's yeah, what I'm here for. Hey, that's what we we support each other. We balance each other out. I'm just here. I'm just here to fact check. I get it. I get it. No, Zach Gallon, definitely <laughs> the guy. Uh, Zach Gallon, Zach Gallon has been the guy, and it's a shame that I can't see his efforts continue in uh, in fantasy, but. You can drop them. I'll snag them. (laughs) I was thinking about doing that, checking the waiver order and see who whose day I want to make tomorrow. (laughs) We'll we'll see. Somebody in the consolation bracket. I'm like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Another sixth place finish. Another arm we need to highlight: Dylan Cease, my American League Cy Young pick for the year 2022. That's a wild pick. I'm actually like really proud of you that you had the foresight to. And I just want on that note, let's rewind. You go back to that episode, 2022 hot takes and predictions. I said before the season started that I was toying with the idea when it gets to a point every off season, when we're preparing to do the hot takes and predictions episode every year Mm -hmm. where it, where I start thinking about it. I, there's a, I, there's it's never a set day, but there's just a point in time where it's like, all right, I got to start dialing it in, got to got to start yeah. thinking about who I'm going to go with for my picks. 
And from day one, you can go back and listen. Go back and listen. I'm not making this up. I said, you know, like, I'm I'm really feeling like this is Judge's year, but I, mm-hmm. I just... I had to pull the trigger on Devers. I couldn't, I couldn't it with my fandom. I just couldn't say judge, but in my mm-hmm. gut, I was saying judge and look what's happening. Yeah. So not yeah. to, I'm not here to toot my own horn here, but I'm no. here to toot I my mean, own I was giving you the cease credit, but like, I think we're, we're overdoing it at this point. I gave you, <laughs> well, cease. I mean, I gave you cease. Let's just leave it there. Well, I let you, I let you take me out of the shed in fantasy. So just give me this, you know, like this is all, all right, like all right. I don't even get a prize for this. Like if yeah. I get these predictions right, I don't even get a prize. So yeah, that's fair. That whatever. Uh, Dylan Cease came within one out of his first career no hitter Saturday versus the Twins in just a total beatdown. But episode three hundred six. Taking him out to the shed. That the, apparently this is what the episode is. Yeah, for sure. It, what was it? It was like thirteen nothing or something. Uh, it was. Uh, it's the most. They're the most confusing team in baseball. Both of those teams are. Well, no, the Twins are who we thought they were. Uh, but the thing. No, I'm just, saying the White Sox are. No, nah, I know. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was, I was yeah. going to say both teams are confusing, but at the yeah. end of the day, the Twins are who we thought they were. The thing that just killed me, though. It just had to be Luis Arise. Like, come on, dude. Just shout out to Nate's fantasy team. Just waiver ad from from way back when, by the way. Pat myself on the back there. What an ad. Like just one A B. Clearly all you do is hit baseballs. We yeah, what is he made like that 350? a three fifty. You've made that abundantly. No, you know who's leading the league in hitting right now? Hmm. Oh, he's Xander down Bogarts. At three, three eighteen. Xander so he's Bogarts. He's been scuffling a little bit, but Xander Bogarts is coming for the batting title. Just want to put the rest of the league on notice. Well, he's going to be a, a Philly next year, so no, <laughs> he's not going to be a Philly <laughs> next year. Okay. Xander Bogarts is going to be the starting shortstop for the Boston Red Sox next year. Count it. Write it in stone. You think? Things are changing this offseason. Okay? Nothing's changing. Nothing's Things are changing this offseason. That's all I'm going to say. Can we talk about Dylan Cease, please? Dylan Cease. Eight and two-thirds. And I'll be honest with you. When I saw who was coming up, I said, he's not He's not getting it done. I, I love Dylan Cease. He's my LSA young pick. Bona fide knock as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nothing cheap about it. Yeah. Um would have been the White Sox third no hitter in three years. Which for a team that we talk about being confusing all the time, they they like their big moments. Mm-hmm. Well, the ones maybe that don't matter as much. Because the postseason just kind of well, scares them away a little bit. But I guess. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean the Cease has just been dominant all year and I would have loved it for the guy. I would have absolutely loved it. Second uh eight and two thirds no hit bid to be lost this year. Yeah, Miles Michaelis. On yeah. literally the what was it, the last pitch, right? He was a strike away. Yeah. I think it was Bader got, in center field yeah, that couldn't run it down. Yeah, you got Bader out there flying around. Flailing around, I should say. 
side note on yeah side note on the white Sox. i i don't wish i mean is is tony la Russa back i don't i remember seeing like he was out indefinitely no it's, medical uh, stuff it's cairo is the the fill-in right now i, I, I haven't I seen any update as to him being back said he was out indefinitely yeah that's what i thought too and then if you look at what the White Sox have been doing for, I mean. They've been streaking a little bit. 4-0 in September. You know who else is undefeated in September and coming for the division? Relax. Hey, all I'm saying is don't sleep on the Sox, okay? Don't sleep on the Sox. The Yankees are in danger all right, let's dismiss there's, the Red there's Sox. There's not a, there's not enough. There's let's not dismiss enough the Red Sox. That uh, for the Tampa Bay to Rays. Describe, to describe the Tampa Bay the Rays. There's of plenty of time. No, the I'm Tampa saying Bay there's Rays. not enough time to describe the, ta- the amount no. of danger that the Yankees are in. There's, there's plenty of, plenty. I'm of agreeing time for with the, you. Don't shush me. Dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't, don't shush me. No, it's the, it's the women, man. Yeah, and then they want you to take you to church the next morning. Like, gas ain't free. <laughs> All right, enough of the office tangent. Um, What were we even talking about? I don't know. Oh, the Yankees and the Rays. Yeah, dude, come on. On pace for a, a historical record-setting season in the win column, and mm-hmm. now you're not even going to win the division. Like, just go ahead and accept that. The Yankees are not going to win the division in 2022. How does that make you feel? I feel fine. Okay, Dylan Cease. Uh, wanted wanted to make one final note here. Tip the cap to Dylan Cease. One hundred three pitches, first career, uh, nine inning CG. Well, that's why would why would the article say nine inning CG? Well, yeah, we could could be talking mm. about the seven inning mm. nonsense. Okay, that's fair. First, yeah, right. first career nine inning CG. Extras. Uh, efficient though, one hundred three pitches, man. Like you just don't see that much anymore these days. Yeah. You'd think like a, situa- a, a situation like this, he'd be pushing 120, 130 if it was somebody else. But Dylan Cease was efficient that night. So tip of the cap. Um, one last arm to highlight here. Well, <laughs> uh, or should we say, should we say hand? hand? One more, one hand. more hand to highlight. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Zach Plesak. It was announced this weekend officially that uh, he'd be heading to the IL after it was revealed that fractured his hand after punching the mound after giving up a home run chalk that up as something you you don't like to see but to your point like you were saying guy just can't get out of his own way this is just the tale older than time of pitchers getting frustrated and punching with their with their pitching hand i don't understand why this continues to be a thing but he's just i Look, I we he's like we talked about. He's a friend of the pod. I root for Zach. I want him to do well. I think that rotation is is capable of a lot of things. But at a certain point, it's like you know he got in trouble like during COVID with like going out when he wasn't supposed to. There's just there's certain immaturities there that it's like this has got to be somewhat a nail in the coffin for the Guardians. You know, 
Like, it's just I think he could use a change of scenery in, in a different scenario. And you're not saying for the team. You're saying for his tenure with the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just like I, I I'd like to see him maybe get some guidance and a little bit of you know mentorship elsewhere. Go find you a, a veteran led rotation that doesn't put up with uh with you know nonsense you know what i mean who are we thinking i know we've we've this is one of the guys we we've played this game with a lot where where we see him ending up but i feel like i feel like my thoughts on it change every every time something like this comes around because if you remember last year was the like broke his supposedly broke his thumb when he was like ripping his shirt his jersey yeah. or shirt off yeah, that's right. That whatever, too. Whatever that was, I never believe um, half these injury reports. I don't know. I mean, it's like it, because you think of it in one way, you're like, oh, maybe a guy should get humbled and like send him somewhere where there's nothing but baseball. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio, is just the epitome of being humbled. So I don't know if there's anything as far as that type of scenery that needs change. I think it's like the 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 clubhouse guidance. I think it's like the you know, what are the contracts looking like with that with that Houston rotation? Is that going to be thinning out after this year? I doubt it. Unless Verlander does Verlander have a? Is he set to be a free agent or does he have an option? Honestly, I can't remember. I don't know. Everyone else seems kind of young. Lance McCullers just signed an extension, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of the one that was in question. I couldn't remember where he was at with that. So, yeah, what, maybe what if it's like I don't know, like the Giants? You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. There's just something about Plesac being out on the West Coast now. The more I think about it, I'm just like, I don't. Is that would that be better for him? Would that? Yeah, like Phillies. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. like the Bryce Harper mentality. Like, we can have fun. We can we can have style, but when it comes down to it, we're here, we're here to win ball games. Like, just get him locked back in. You know what I mean? Get my guy locked back in. Get him out of Cleveland. That's, I mean, I, a person can only deal with Cleveland for so long, right? Talk about a talk about a quote graphic. Just no context. <laughs> uh, send it out there. I think I'd have a lot of people agreeing. Person with that. can only deal with Cleveland so long. You probably have three fourths of Cleveland. Like he's right. He's right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just our guy, just fist to the ground. Who was? Who even hit it? Who was it that hit it? Jake Lamb. They're playing the Mariners. That's probably why Jake Lamb has been on twelve different teams this year. Yeah, I mean, I'd be frustrated too. It hasn't been the best year <laughs> yeah. for uh, for friend of the pod, Zach. Please, Zach. Nah, three and eleven. He's got a four three nine through twenty three. So I'm saying, I, the stuff is there. Like I think everyone knows that the talent is there. It's just like get him out of Cleveland. Get him out of Cleveland. Person can only deal with Cleveland so long. Yeah. Um, Nate, let's talk. Uh, let's talk playoff odds. As we're about a uh, a month and a couple days. When's mm-hmm. the season end officially? This the year, f- 
October. I want to say it's like the seventh. No, fifth. October fifth. Fifth. Fifth, sixth, seventh, somewhere in that range. We have the internet for things like this. I guess. Uh, uh no, that's that's not. No, that's not right. So the wild card game is fried that Friday. So I think ah, Wednesday, so the fifth. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. So yeah, we. By the time you're hearing this, we are officially a month out hmm. from the end of the season, and we are going to look at some playoff odds. But before we do that, you know what? I know what people are getting ready to do right now. Let's skip. Let's even, They're about to hit the skip. 15, 30-second skip. Let's not even give them the opportunity. Let's not even do the ad read. Let's just talk about Big League Chew here real quick. Don't even give me the ad read. It's fair. We'll give them something better. Let's... What is... What is one flavor that you have not had that is first on your must-try list? I know you haven't had all of them. I don't think I've had the... Is it the, uh, what's the Easter one? Is there an Easter one? I don't know if it's an Easter flavor. I think it's like the themed packaging. Oh, uh, but it doesn't change. Uh, I haven't had the hot cocoa one. I I really want to try that, if I'm being honest with you. It looks good, right? I know. Chocolate gum? Wild. I've not had that one. If I got surprised with some little, those mini marshmallows, you remember those? Yeah, the homemade no, they packets. Don't, they don't put those in the big league shoe. At least I don't I think. Used just, I used to just crush those, those. We need to call up Rob. Tell him, hey. It's in that time try, of year. Let's put that. Let's put some of those mini marshmallows in that hot chocolate pack. Yeah. It's in that time of year. I mean, we're getting a little brisk out here. It's down to 103, so. It's almost hot, hot chocolate time. <laughs> gonna have to, gonna have to start is getting it, the sweaters it's not out. Actually, it's not actually one hundred and three out there, is it? I'm literally looking at my computer right now. It's one hundred and three. <laughs> yeah. It is a six brisk. six fifty eight p.m. Sunday evening, and it's one hundred and three. Oh 103. no, 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 Trey. No, so I'm looking at these Easter. It's Easter themed. They don't have Easter flavors. Oh, um, I gotcha. Have you had cotton candy? I've not had cotton candy. I bet that slaps. Is it a seasonal thing? No, it's just, it's tough to find. But if you can get your hands on some cotton candy BLC. Game changer? Game it's game over. We're talking better than the, than the raspberry? I'll let you be the judge. I have my own thoughts, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to spoil it. Really? Okay. All right. So, cotton candy. Let's get let's get cotton candy on deck for you. And I need to okay. I'm I need to wait out this this hot chocolate. Uh, once it once it rolls around, it's basically fall, which basically means it's winter, which means that hot chocolate big league chew is basically already out. Yeah, it's the way I I process these things. Fair. Um. Let's look at some uh let's look at some playoff odds, shall we? 
So Nate, as mentioned, Nate's got a little whiteboard. He, I guess he went out and made a recent purchase. He's got a couple whiteboards. So what we're uh-huh. going to do here, he has not looked at the playoff odds. So we're going to play a little phone. game here. Oh, putting, putting phone away over here. There we go. Yep. Show all the people watching on YouTube. All right. Let's so Nate's got a little whiteboard here. Okay. So I'm going to go through some teams that have have uh, have have a chance here, and I want you to write down what you think their postseason odds are. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's start in the National League West. Mm. But we're not going to go through the the shoe wins. We're at a point now where teams have already locked up. Well, not officially, but for all intents and purposes, locked up spots. Dodgers got to go- be clinching in like the next week. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be got to be real close. Um, let's see here. Let's go NL NL West. What do you think the Giants' playoff odds are? Give me a percentage. The Giants' playoff odds—they got to be—they'd be working their way down. Still in the wild card picture, right? Uh, Kinda. Padres are. Give me a percentage. Real close. So it's going to be a decimal. So it's going to be like a percentage, like just random throwing this out there. It'll be like fifty nine point two. So give me, give me that, give me that format of percentage for these teams. What do you, what do you got for the Padres or the Giants? Giants or the the Giants? Giants, Giants, Giants. Let me go. See what you got here. We're gonna have to do this somewhat quick. Not even close, dude. According to Fangraphs, so for those not watching on YouTube, which go subscribe to our YouTube channel. For those not watching on YouTube, Nate just put up 30, he already took it down, 34.6. Yeah. 34.6. According to Fangraphs, the Giants have a 0.7% chance to make the playoffs. Oh, man. (laughs) So we're going to have to recalibrate, I think, moving forward. Okay. All All right. right. That'll help me a little bit. Let's hop, let's hop over to the Brewers. We, what do we got for the Brewers? Hmm, it's that's tough because it's like division or bust for the Brewers. A little closer. We recalibrated. Yeah. Uh, what did you put for the Padre or for the Giants? Thirty-four six. Yeah, that's exactly what the Brewers' postseason odds are: thirty-four point six. Look at that! I'm just ahead of the head of the schedule a little bit. You're, you're dialing it in. You're dialing it in. Ooh, this one, this one gets the juices going a little bit for me. What right. are the Phillies' playoff odds? What do we think those mm. are? Hmm. And if you're listening to this and you're you're giving Nate a hard time for his guesses, there's no chance you're anywhere closer. Um, Nate has twenty. Did I read that right? Twenty-seven point two. Yeah. Nate, the Phillies have a seventy-five point nine chance. To what season? The Philadelphia Phillies. A month out Who am from I thinking the start. In the NL then, so we've got so Braves. Are, are just manhandling the first spot in the wild card. Then you have the Padres are in that top three. 
The Phillies are that third team right now. The Phillies are in the mix, Nate. A month out from the end of the regular season, the Philadelphia Phillies have a 75% chance of making the playoffs. 75. I'm feeling a little... This could get a little choky, I think. What do you think? Don't put that out there. I need I need the Phillies. I told you in spring training, I said this team is giving me giving me a little fuzzy feeling. I need it. I I just need it. We need Bryce. We need Bryce in the <clears throat> postseason. All right, let's hop over to the AL. White Sox, what do you got? White Sox are like at what, a game back now? Actually, give me the top three. Let's do this. Let's bunch these together for the sake of time. Bunch Write it right on the board. Give me Guardians, Twins, White Sox. Just write them all out in what order you think their playoff odds are. All right. Guardians, Twins, White Sox. Guardians, Twins, White Sox. Okay. Guardians, Don, Twins... Nate's putting some thought into this one. White Sox. Nate Nate hasn't had the best history with the AL Central. He 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 didn't like the AL Central that much. All right, so I he don't. has the Guardians at sixty four point five, the Twins at fifty nine eight, and the White Sox at twenty seven point four. Nate, you almost nailed the White Sox. Then you had the White Sox at twenty seven four. They're at twenty point four. Ah, all right. The Twins have a 36.7% chance. A little high on that one. 59.8. And the Guardians are at 47.2. So that's a 50-50 split at the top of the division. I guess my math didn't... My my math went a little crazy there. But... I like it. Let's go Guardians. Let's go Guardians. Uh, Save the best for last year, Nate. The Baltimore Orioles... America's oh. team. Oh. <laughs> Who would be leading the AL Central, by the way? <laughs> oh, no. Don't put it in a context like that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That, wow. That is... Isn't that wild? <laughs> I did not realize that until this very moment. Yeah, I heard that a couple of days ago. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Uh, also, I said best for last. This isn't the last team we're covering. We got okay. one more that I want to throw All out right. there. All right. Oof. Nate, they're America's team. But they're not they're not favored that highly. Nate has fifty seven point four as of right now. <sighs> Fangraphs has him at seven point nine. Well, so we're gonna need a little. I don't think we like setting odds over here, do we? <laughs> we're gonna need a little Charm City magic here <laughs> down I'm the stretch. Very, I'm very in on the O's. Let's go. Very in on the O's. I'm. Yeah. I, I could not be more in on the Orioles right now. Yeah, like they yeah. even went, they went all all in on the chaos mantra. Like, have yeah. you have you checked out their Twitter profile recently? I know they're they got like the clubhouse in. doors po- like painted over. Dude, they're I'm all such in. a fan. I'm all in on the O's. 
I Batista, couldn't be more in. Felix Batista on my fantasy team has just right. we don't need led me this. through yeah. some low points. Yeah, Nate picked up Felix Batista, and as a closer, he's throwing like he's throwing like CGs, <laughs> getting the win and a save, and has like, like twenty three strikeouts a game. Like, like I, it doesn't make any sense. Mathematically, it just doesn't add up. All right, what a Nate. savvy waiver ad right there. Real savvy. Yeah, we we all get lucky every now and then. Nate, the no, there's Boston multiple Red Sox. Savvies. The Boston Red Sox. America's most, low. most beloved team. I'm going to go low. I'm going to go like Don't count uh, out the Sox. Winners of five straight. Undefeated in September. Getting hot just at, a, at the right time. Ooh. The closest he's been all night. Was I? Nate goes with 1.6%. The Boston Red Sox, a month out from the end of the regular season, have a 2% chance ah. of making the postseason. Did they they caught a dub today. That's that's That oh, was they, the difference. They caught a dub. That was the difference, I bet. Undefeated in September. They won five straight. That's all that matters, pal. Keep I, your that's, head hell high. I, I tell you what, I don't want to see the Boston Red Sox in postseason right right now. <laughs> I can't even I can't even say that with a straight face. Speaking of which, Nate, let's uh, let's cap this episode with uh, just some thoughts here on some teams you don't want to see in the fo- in the postseason right now. Mm. Tell you what, I'll start. Can it I get off. my phone back now. Clearly, I need it. You can get it back after class. Uh. I'll start us off here. I've already mentioned them. The Seattle Mariners. Dude. Yeah. Hey, tell me, before we get into this topic real quick, tell me what you think about this. I And I apologize for not remembering who sent this to me. I want to say it was a DM. apologize that I was checked out this week. I was at the beach. I can't remember. I lose track of these things. Somebody... It was either a tweet or a DM, and it said, the Orioles are going to be last year's Mariners, and the uh, Mariners... Fall, like fall short. Right. So they said the Orioles are going to be last year's Mariners, and okay. the Mariners are going to be last year's Braves. How? Give me, give me, give me your, your quick response to that. No. Because... <laughs> it, it piqued my interest. It piqued my interest. I, I like putting things in the in the in the context like that a little bit. Give me something to to relate it back to. You need more than three solid starters. You know, I think that's all they're at right now. You need more than one postseason appearance in the last mm-hmm. century. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think I think they need a little bit more. You know? Kirby, Gilbert, Castillo. And then it's kind of like, eh. Marco, I don't see Marco being the guy. Marco's not the guy. No. No. Uh, The back end of their bullpen is very good. I'll give them that. And then, you know, offensively, obviously, they got a lot of talent in that lineup. But. I just it doesn't scream 
Braves to me. Nate, the Mariners have the best record in the American League since July 1st at a mark of 38 and 17, which is also second best in all of baseball. <clears throat> They're 8 and 2. Did they win tonight? Can you check that for me? Currently tied. <clears throat> Cuz I know they had the they had the rain delay. Top of 10 with the Guardians. <clears throat> Entering Sunday, they were 8 and 2 in their last 10 and they'd won 6 straight. Mariners playing real good ball over the last couple months. Real good ball. Another team, St. Louis Cardinals. Eight and two in their last ten. They've won four straight entering Monday. Got a run differential of 138. And oh, by the way, they're 28 out of all 30 teams in terms of remaining strength of schedule. Mm. You want to know who 29 and 30th are? Mets. Coming in at 29, the Seattle Mariners. Oh. Coming in at 30, dead last, your aforementioned New York Mets. Yeah. It's It's interesting. The winning percentages, the combined winning percentages of their of those three teams remaining opponents, St. Louis opponents are four sitting at a four forty eight mark. Mm. Seattle also four forty eight. Mets opponents for the rest of the way out, four twenty six. Same thing though. Same thing. I don't I don't love the Cardinals rotation. I think that's where Although Jordan Montgomery has obviously been, he's 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 on a different level as the Yankees the made Yankees, the biggest mistake of the decade. Do the Yankees him. like just getting pitchers to the point of where they become Cy Young candidates all of a sudden, and then they're like, "Yeah, no, we've we've seen enough. Go go blossom elsewhere." Yes, because they seem to make a habit of that. Yes. Okay, just wanted to check. That's all. Yep, that's what they do. Yeah. Uh Wayno obviously still still doing his thing. I just and Miles Michael has had a good year. I don't know. I don't know if they've got the I don't know if they've got the juice to get there and really make a run. Their offense is I mean, look, they're gonna have two top five MVPs in in Nolan and Goldie. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. But we're might I'm- even be one and two. Where you've lost me is I throw out the Mariners and Cardinals and you tell me their rotation. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, I don't know if the, the rotation's got the juice. Mm-hmm. Which, you look at the Cardinals' numbers over the course of the year, they've been, depending upon where you look statistically, their their rotation's been middle of the pack for most of the year. Mm-hmm. They're, you, what you see is what you get. Statistically, I'm not saying... Individual standout performances, how guys have improved over the last year or two, whatever. I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying as a whole, their staff been middle of the pack. But then you throw out the Baltimore Orioles as a team you wouldn't want to face in the postseason right now. So I'm curious no, as I was to guessing what you're, that you would say the O's. Okay, well then what what is your what is what's a team you don't want to see in the postseason right now? Because I tell you what, I couldn't be less intimidated by the New York Yankees right now. And that's not even a bias thing. I would say Rays. Okay. Yeah. Just because, like, the 
same thing, pitching. I just I think pitching postseason, and it's like the Rays have that. They've been good What's all year. What's the status on McClanahan? I don't know. I'm not I'm not worried about it. it. When have you ever been worried about when a guy goes down with the Tampa Bay Rays? That's that's also true. Like they, they always find a way to plug a hole. Um, and as much as you can say that that offense is like kind of lackluster all year, you have guys that know how to perform when when it's go time. We've seen, I mean, Randy Rosarena came onto the scene because it was the postseason. You have guys that know how to hit there. And, I mean, G-Man Choi is just, he's one of those guys. You know what I mean? Just kind of shows up, does what he's supposed to do. I, I mean, Yandy Diaz has had a great year. There's there's guys there. There's pieces there that can make it happen. They got uh, Margot back. I, I think the Rays make me a little nervous. Um, hey, side note. Uh, the Blue first, Jays. I still have this Topps home run challenge card for Wander Franco. Still haven't heard mm-hmm. back on the Tatis thing, by the way. Tweet them uh, every day. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to start doing it. But uh, tell you what, the first person to message me the game that they want me to pick Wander Franco for, that's what I'll go with. So the first person to message me a game that they think Wander Franco is going to hit a home run. And give me a little bit of evidence. Don't just be like, oh, go with Friday's game. Like, give me give me a little bit of evidence. Like, uh, Wander Franco hits good against such and such, and that's who he's facing on Saturday. Just a little little nugget of, of uh, supporting. Well, it's going to be a couple uh, weeks. He's, I think he's just—he's just starting his rehab assignment. Well, that's what I'm saying. We still—we like—we still got yeah. a month left, but yeah. I can at least—that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna get this card in. I'm not gonna get the Tatis card in. So that's what I need to to clarify. All right. Um, but uh, for so for the team, you don't want to see in the postseason. You're going Rays. Rays, yes, more than Blue Jays. NL wise, yeah, it's kind of a cop out to talk like Mets Braves, right? Yeah, I don't want to talk about the. No one else. No one else really fires me up in the NL. You mentioned the cards. Everyone else is eh. The Padres. I don't know why. Padres just like don't really doesn't make me feel anyway. Just wait it out, man. Wait it out on the on the cards. But You'll see. If we're talking superstars in the postseason. You get Soto into the postseason. You get Harper into the postseason. Uh, postseason. You get Vladdy and Bobachet into the postseason. You get Julio Rodriguez into the postseason. This could be a very, very fun postseason. Like you're getting guys in there that need to be in the postseason, and I have to go back to giving a little bit of credit with this additional wild card spot. This month is going to be fun because of this and this alone. I'm with it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You know what and else I'm, I'm here for? Slowly dying on the inside. <laughs> Watching the Yankees. Nate's corpse just rotting away right now. Uh, like- it's it's just right from from the inside out, I am just seething. Tell you what, though, I couldn't pick a better guy to lead that clubhouse than Josh Donaldson. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> closing the book, Albert Pujols. He is such a goon, dude. 
He's such a good, I can't get on board. I've never, I've, I'm trying. I'm trying to get him like, all right, be feisty. Be that feisty guy. It's like, dude, you're hitting like chirping the raise. Chirping the raise after going 0 for 4 with 2Ks. That's that's <laughs> the kind of leader you want. Throw those fastballs again. What was he saying? He was like, throw them again. He's like, oh, you like, won't? You won't? It's like, like the guy's like, we probably will. Three. I just gave you three of them. <laughs> it's like, not going to spoil your next AB, but we probably will. <laughs> So be be on the lookout. Uh, hey, closing uh, the book. We got to get out of here. Uh, Albert Pujols, six ninety five on Sunday. I noticed. In the books. Uh, just want to give you a, an opportunity to to, to speak if, if you choose. I I'm preparing my apology letter. That's all I'm saying. It's in it's in the works. I'm gonna need that single spaced. Okay. AP style. I need it on my desk by October 5th. Okay. I don't think it'll take that long, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> trying to be trying to be fair here. Trying yeah. to be reasonable. <laughs> hey, credit to us for being the only people talking about it. There's more trumpet talk than there is 700 talk right now, which is embarrassing. I I'm afraid I don't know what you're referring to. Now let's get out of here. Uh, go, go get your tickets on SeatGeek. <laughs> the the, the, the promo most code lackluster. The Some promo intern code. at SeatGeek checks in on this, and they're like, "These guys, <laughs> cut it down to the hour, and final hour, final coming seconds." The, hey, just go, wire. just go head over to SeatGeek. Well, I mean, I mean, I can read it if you want. Do you want me to read it? I'm not interested. I, I didn't think you were. So go to SeatGeek. Use our uh, our social handle, 3-O-Take, T-H-R-E-E-O-H-T-A-K-E. Use that to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. Literally, that's it. Uh, let's get out of here. We'll see you guys Thursday. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.